I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How you doing? Very cold. It's crazy. Like it's okay. Sorry if this is probably making noise on the. I should have adjusted my mic beforehand. Anyway, yeah, it is um, like crazy windy today. Yeah, but it's sunny. It's sunny, yeah, but it's... I just looked at the Weather Channel app, Uh and it says 59 degrees, wind chill 55. And that can't be right. It feels like it's like 40 degrees. Anyway. uh, We have like poor insulation in our home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in Southern California, houses uh, just weren't built to stand up to cold. They're meant to, I think it's the opposite. I think they're built to, like, keep you from being too, too hot. hot in the summer. Yeah. And so, as a result, they're crazy cold um, so in, in the winter. Up. Even though it's spring, and it has been spring for days. Yeah, I know. Apparently, the weather didn't get the memo. We're yeah, we're both um, the like annoying cold office lady, like covered in blankets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cold. We also don't have heat in our house. Yeah. Which again, like saying that, I just said it's fifty nine degrees outside. Like, that's not turn on the heat weather normally. It is. But it's just anything it was... below like sixty five is turn on the heat weather. Okay. Um. No, it's so windy out. I was telling you now that earlier today, this mo- like earlier this morning, I thought that you were. I thought that you had started the washer, the washing yeah. machine, and it was just mm-hmm. the wind rush, rushing past our like the skylight that's above the the washer and dryer. Yeah. Um, because it was just so loud. Anyway, so that's uh what's going on. Um, yeah. Uh, not the Santa Anas. I have it. Uh, I feel like. There's a thing, non-SoCal people, there's a thing called the Santa Ana Winds. It's usually warm. That's what I'm saying. Hey, hey, why are they called the Santa Ana Winds? Look it up. No one knows. (laughs) There's a lot of different theories about why it is. It doesn't come from Santa Ana. It goes towards Santa Ana from where we are. Yeah. Yeah, Because they're warm winds from the north, and they're very strong. But I feel like I've noticed a tendency among some Angelitos to refer to any, like, bout of strong winds as Santa Anas. And they're not. There was that, like, whole joke on um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, the Santa Anas were like a character who bre- breezed into town and like messed things up for yeah. people. Um, but uh, yeah, so not Santa Ana wins because I would welcome some Santa Anas because they're warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's what's going on with us. If you are new to this show and you've started here for some reason, uh, this is... Uh, welcome. We, yeah, we watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother every week. We uh, recap contrast compare we have all sorts of other fun Criticize. segments yeah yeah oh yeah we get, we get real mean yeah. uh, <laughs> i don't know if that's true uh listeners call to action are we too mean i don't think we are all right so uh right now we're on season four episode 22 of both shows uh season four episode 22 of friends is called the one with the worst best man ever is it ever or yeah. just worse the one with the worst best man ever and season four, episode 22 of How I Met Your Mother is called Right Place, Right Time. But we're going to put a pin in Right Place, Right Time. And we're going to start with season four, episode 22 of Friends, the one with the worst best man ever. So we started the perk. Everybody do a shot of espresso. Phoebe comes back from the bathroom. It's the 10th time she's been to the bathroom that day. And uh, it's also the 10th time she's told everybody that she just went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. She's sick and tired of being pregnant. Yeah. She's had it. Yeah. And she um, is flipping out. And then Ross like offers her a cookie and she starts crying. And then like one of the ladies is like, 
how are you doing with the moods the rachel Rachel says like how are you doing with the mood swings from being pregnant she's like i haven't had any which is funny um so uh then after that so that's the we're into the opening titles after the titles we're in the dude's apartment ross comes by he's got the ring um and um so he brought the ring because he's leaving he's Chandler's supposed to be his best man, and he's leaving it with the best man. Yeah, I guess that's a tradition. Because I'm trying to think, like... I know the best man, like, holds it? Yeah, but... No, because then there's, like, the ring bearer. The re- the best man keeps it and gives it to the ring bearer? I guess it depends on... Yeah, call, this is a real, real call to action. Like, how, did, how, how do you do things? Because I'm trying to think... We didn't have a ring bearer at our wedding, mm-hmm. I think our best man and maid of honor had the rings with them. Did they? But yeah, I think so. Hmm. But we didn't give it to him like days before we gave it to him like right before the ceremony. Like here, you'll need these, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, there is that part in, uh, four weddings and a funeral when Hugh Grant's character is the best man and he forgot the rings at home and he has to like, borrow rings from people in the audience yeah. you know um audience is it called an audience at a wedding yeah what would you call it because it's not a like you just, yeah but what would you how would you just refer to them okay from you just to borrow rings from the guests who are seated and facing the performance <laughs> so Ross, it really is a performance yeah Ross got the, the, the ring. He is handing it over to Chandler, I guess, and, and then asking him or, or saying something about bachelor party plans. And uh, Joey's like, well, I want to be the best man. And Ross is like, oh, I already asked Chandler. I've known him way longer. And Joey's like super sad. Yeah. And so Chandler says, um, Joey, when I get married, you can be my, my best man. There's some jokes in there. But then Ross is like, what the hell? I asked you to be my best man twice. You're not going to ask me once. And then Ross is pissed. So he says, you know what? Screw it. Joey is my best man. It's all kind of fakey, but yeah. I, it worked for me. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, so Joey come, goes across to the, uh, <clears throat> this is a the next day, I think, maybe. Um, or maybe later that day, Joey goes across to the ladies' apartment to borrow a bowl. Phoebe, like, screams at him, and he it reveals, like, you guys aren't invited because... Unless you're strippers or yeah. bachelors. Yeah, because it's for a bachelor party. Um, and then there's a very funny thing. Uh, I don't know if it's in funniest moments, but it's too important not to um, address where Monica's like, well, then you don't get to go to the party we're throwing. And Joey's like, oh, what kind of party? And yeah. she's like, a baby shower for Phoebe. And he's like, that sounds like something I don't want to be invited to. <laughs> and I, I've made this point before that like, I hate the, like, gender binary and gender roles, like, you do this and you do this. But it does, as a man, it does tend to benefit me. And one of the ways it benefits me is I generally don't have to go to things like baby showers and bridal showers. I mean, they they can be fun. But, yeah, I don't like that, like, traditional, like, yeah. separation. I feel like if you're going to have a baby shower, have everyone there. Yeah. And, above all... Don't do a gender reveal party. Have we not learned anything? We've said to each other before, like, we've done something right in life to never have been invited to a gender reveal Yeah, no one's ever invited us to one. Thank God. That, like, says so much about, like, the people that we're around. And 
friends and mothers, if you've had one, if you've attended one and appreciated it, we're not judging you. We're just, they're just not for us. <laughs> yeah. The video is just like, obviously videos of people getting hurt or in like at least one case getting killed at gender reveal parties are very sad. Um, but also I hate the video. Like they always share like they're funny, but the videos of like expecting dads who are disappointed when it's a girl. Oof. Or like hope like boy team, girl team. Oh, also God. like I hate the binary. I hate the celebration of prospective genitals. That's really all because that's all it is. Yeah. yeah. We're celebrating a genital? Like who cares? Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Get over it. So yeah. Don't do gender reveal parties. Yeah. Um but um yeah, if you're gonna if you if you have to have a baby shower or a bridal shower, invite everybody. Make sure people have alcohol. Yeah, yeah. You know, even if you can't have alcohol, make sure everyone else is taken care of. Yeah. I think... Okay, I'm going to say something controversial. Oh. <laughs> because, Here we go. What's that? Here we go. I think I just don't like... As an adult, I'm generally sick of... And it's only mine because it happened last night. Just... I would rather be at a party where you just like bring the gifts, set them on a table, and it's dealt with after the party. I don't like sitting and watching people open presents. Ceremonial opening of yeah, presents. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I. I. I don't know. It's like that. I just don't know what to do with myself. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. But I think in some cases, maybe you want to like explain something about the gift, or you want to like see the reaction. So I understand that. I think that like yeah, it's a, this is just a me thing. Down I think. and like bringing gifts and then opening, oh, you know, like that. I mean, unless you're a kid. That's what I said. As I said, as an yeah. adult, yeah, that's a, it's a kid thing. Um, but like you're referring to a birthday party we went to last night. Yeah, we were all just kind of sitting around, like not, you know, like all right. Yeah, it did because it was kind of like. Like, there was like there's a, a lull, lull in the conversation. In the conversation. It was like, well, why don't you open there? And then also yeah, there that was, was like that wasn't presents with like treats in it. So it's like, bring out the treats. <laughs> yeah. Well, I felt bad for our friend who got like a box of truffles that like chocolate truffles. I didn't have any because I was like, no, she's the birthday girl. Those are hers. But people were eating the truffles oh, yeah. all night. Me I don't know. If, I don't know if there were any left at the end of the night. There were plenty. There were so <laughs> many truffles in that box. I, well, I didn't have one because I was like, I'm not eating the birthday girl's truffles. I had so many of those truffles. <laughs> They're worth it. I'll do it again. I'll eat uh, all of them. Um, all right. Listeners, call to action. Do you like, if you if you attend a birthday party or any kind of, kind of gift-giving thing like a bridal shower or, or baby shower, um, do you want to watch the presents get open? I imagine some people enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It makes me feel awkward. Um, okay. So <laughs> where were we? <laughs> Joey's happy not to be invented in the baby shower. So they're um, planning the bachelor party at the perk. Um, and Chandler says we should invite Gunther because he's overheard us talking about this. <laughs> yeah. We've been talking about it pretty loudly. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't care. He's like, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. And Joey's like, we shouldn't have too many <laughs> nerds from the museum. And uh, um, what did Ross say? It's like, let's not invite any of the anthropologists, anthropologists just the dinosaur dudes. Yeah. And then Joey has, his, has a joke about getting a six pack of Zima because I guess they're lame and lame people drink Zima. Yeah. I that was funny. I've never had a Zima. Oh. But I only know it as a punchline. 
My parents used to have it, like, for when they had guests over. So they didn't, like, they weren't big drinkers, but yeah. we always had Zima for, like, their, their like, lame friends who would come over and want one. So is it for lame people? I mean, it's I don't just, know. It got that re- reputation, like, immediately. It tasted, like, exactly, like, it's just, like, malt, like, sweet malt liquor. Yeah. It was, like, um. But why is it lame? Is it because it's sweet? I think it's, yeah, it's, like, sweet, low ABV, just, like, easy drinking it's like for like kids who have never drank before right. you know so it's like boone's farm kind of yeah um okay listeners I don't know. Um, or like schmirnoff ice it's like okay a less cool version of schmirnoff ice um do you remember when i don't know if they still make them i've seen other brands but captain morgan used to have like a pre-bottled rum and coke it wasn't it was rum and cola because I don't think it was a partnership with Coke. Yeah. But now I think there is a. Uh, I'm not sure where you can find it, but there is like a Coca-Cola Jack Daniels partnership where you can buy a like pre-made can of yeah, Jack and Coke. I never liked those pre-mixed drinks, like in the little the club the club drinks that are like pre-mixed. Yeah. Though I have utilized them like, um, like before. When I used to go out, like, dancing, yeah. we would, like, chug those in the car. Yeah. Um, I've got the um, TCM Classic Film Festival coming up. and uh, Some buzz, buzz balls? They have... What are the ones that are, like, gin and tonic and Moscow Mule? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I can't remember the brand. Those aren't buzz balls. Club. That's club. Yeah. Okay, that's club. Okay. Um, so, the... TCM Classic Film Festival mostly takes place at the Chinese Theater and the Chinese Six Multiplex, which has its own bar, um, but they also use the Hollywood Legion, which doesn't have a bar, but they sell alcohol during the TCM Fest, and that's what they have is clubs. So I will, the one time a year I ever drink any like yeah. club mixed drinks is, is at the Hollywood a, Legion. Have you ever had a buzz ball? No. Me neither. No. Listeners? Um, Give us your take on a buzz ball. I remember, I can't remember what the brand was. We're too old for these, I think. Uh, I remember being at Walgreens, which boo Walgreens, uh, Walgreens in New Orleans years ago. And they had a pouch, like, of, like, a a pre-mixed, like, cocktail thing. Like a Capri Sun? Yeah, it was, like, a big Capri Sun. And it said, like, in cursive on the side, alcohol is in it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it that like includes alcohol or alcohol yeah. already added, alcohol inside. Alcohol is in it. Alcohol is in it. <laughs> um well I have completely forgotten what all our, my calls to action were. Um, um what was it? Like ring bearers and Zima or no, um Buzzballs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess it's just kind of fun to say. Yeah. Um, uh, there were probably more. Oh yeah, gift opening. Gift opening. Gift opening. Yeah. Okay, I, I forget that I t- keep track of these. All right, we're already off track. Um, oh, remember in uh, the first Austin Powers, there's like a Zima joke there too, when he like goes out on the town and tries to fit in and like mm-hmm. orders a Zima to try and be cool because he doesn't isn't know what it, it is. In Sopranos, isn't there like a Zima like neon in like the in the basement? I don't remember. I think Maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Uh, we found out that Chandler planned Ross's first bachelor party when he married Carol, right? Mm-hmm. And the bachelor party was in the basement of a pizza hut? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, because I'm sure anyone anyone who's listening to this podcast knows that Pizza Hut didn't used to be what it is now. Like just like it was a to go, it was an actual yeah. like sit down like tavern with a salad bar, and yeah. I Pizza guess maybe Hut. some of them had basements you could rent out for <laughs> events. Um, yeah, I remember Denny's had like a little bar event space, and people had like bat mitzvahs and weddings at Denny's. That's very cool. My Denny's um, that I went to did not have that when I was a kid. Although but we I, weren't uh, Denny's people. We were steak and shake people. Oh, okay. I doubt that anyone had a bat mitzvah at Denny's, but one could. But I'm saying that my Denny's didn't have any alcohol. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But Pizza Hut, I'm sure anyone who like grew up in the 80s remember the Book It program yeah. from Pizza yeah. Hut and getting personal pan pizza. I loved it. Yeah. Um, okay. I remember drinking soda out of those big, like, plastic, dark red, mm-hmm. like, kind of opaque. Mm-hmm. Gla- uh, not opaque. What's the word I'm looking for? Translucent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Okay. Where was I? Uh, we were talking about Pizza Hut. Basically. Okay. Uh, so, at the, Monica has gone shopping for uh, Phoebe's bridal sh- baby shower. Um, and then Rachel kind of has to remind her, like, you're getting all this kid stuff and Phoebe's not going to be raising these kids yeah. and, and it's going to be very depressing uh so they, they come up with i thought well what I, what I thought was a good idea to get her a bunch of stuff that she can't have now right um that she can use after she has given birth so yeah. like some booze and and stuff like that leather i imagine pants. Uh, leather pants i imagine someone got her some cold cuts and someone got her some sushi, sushi right yeah. <laughs> um uh and uh Oh, that's a good... Okay, uh, here's another call to action. If any of you listeners have ever been pregnant, mm-hmm. what did you... Miss like, what did you What did you crave the most, and how long did you wait before you had it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because uh, I've always said this before about the sushi thing. Like, I feel like in my life, without thinking about it, I could maybe go nine months without eating sushi. But also, if you told me you can't have sushi for nine months, I would crave it every day. Yeah. It's all I would want. I've heard stories of, like, the, like, father, like, bringing to the hospital, like, just loads and loads of sushi rolls. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm so so off track. Uh, okay, so uh, but Phoebe, so they sort of smash cut to the 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 baby shower, yeah. And Phoebe hates the idea because it just makes her like more pissed that she has two months left yeah. before she can She's do these things. Presents. It yeah. turns out very poorly because everyone yep. got her like you know very thoughtful things that she can use in a few months, and Phoebe was pissed. Yeah. Um, then we go over to the boys' apartment where the bachelor party is ending, and you can tell it's like a lame bachelor party who's ending because like all the lights are on and everyone like <laughs> no one seems drunk or anything. It's just like okay, everyone's just end yeah. of party. Yeah. Like the invitation said to ten thirty p.m. or yeah. something like that. It was just like a very like civil ending of a party. Which I mean, it was a mess. Like there were like cans everywhere, and um, props to the props department, real quick. Um, it was very well decorated with like condom balloons. I didn't see the condom. <laughs> and it was like were... a funny juxtaposition between this this party and the baby shower, which had like like balloon arches and yeah. lots of like pink and blue balloons. And then yeah. at the boys' apartment, there were like banners, yeah, and like flags and condom balloons. Um, also, props. Uh, no, never mind. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, 
But I just, I guess this is on my mind because I've been watching, I watched the entire first season of the Dick Van Dyke show. Mm-hmm. And often Robin Laura will host a party and then like there'll be a scene where they're like saying goodbye to everyone at the same time. Like, thanks for coming. Like, yeah. the idea of a party that just has like a hard end time and everyone is just like files out. I actually <laughs> love that. I love that. I, I think more people should like have like, okay, the party's over at 11. All right, well, party's over. Turn on the lights, turn off the music. Flick of the lights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Because um, there's always like the, the hangers on and you're like, um. Yeah. And it's usually you. What's that? It's usually you. That is a Bax family trait, actually. We tend to be the last people to leave the and party. And you're supposed to be Irish. Well, I guess because you're talking about Irish goodbye. Yeah. Right. But also, you know what else the Irish people are known for? is <laughs> drinking. Yeah. And so I think I, uh, I come from alcohol. that line. Yeah, yeah. There's So, yeah, that's a. All right. What was I saying? I had something to say about that. No, I can't remember. Um, uh, friends and mothers. Do you leave the party for, do you do an Irish goodbye and leave early or do you stay, are you a linger on, do you help the host clean up? That's nice. Yeah. If you're going to stay, help me clean up. Um, we'll make it fun. We can keep drinking, but yeah. like help me sweep the floor and wash dishes. I remember one time you and I were at a bar with some friends on St. Patrick's Day, which is not something we normally do, but we've yeah. done it a few the, times. The rookie move. Yeah. Um, and... You and I pulled an Irish goodbye, and then, like, half an hour later, our friend Ryan texted me, like, good one, Irish goodbye on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> we were getting into the spirit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Where was I? So, the basketball, and then, like, after his dumb Zima joke, Chandler's now like, all right, nerds, back to your parents' basement. And it's like, these are, like, professional scientists with like master's degrees they probably are doing all right for themselves just because they're awkward yeah i don't know joey's usually such a nice guy i don't know why he's suddenly a dick to the nerds yeah if only he knew if joey Joey only knew it was coming when nerd culture would be the dominant culture yeah now it's now i now i hate nerds (laughs) (laughs) but for very different reasons because they fucking like Everything is catered to them now, and they're still never happy. Yeah. Fucking nerds. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Um, so everyone's gone except for Joey and the stripper, and they have, like, a legitimately nice chemistry between them, and they start flirting, um, and then it cuts the next morning. Joey wakes up, and... He doesn't remember her name. Uh, the ring is gone. Was it he doesn't remember her name? He says, uh, stripper? Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so the ring is gone. Chandler is, if his, but Chandler's point is that like, no, I'm Ross's best friend. He's a really bad friend to Ross here. Cause all he can think about is, haha, I went. is gloating about, yeah. um, uh, Ra- or Chandler fucking up the, the, um, uh, bachelor or the best manship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, there's a brief scene at the park where um, Monica and Rachel are like afraid of Phoebe because she keeps having these like outbursts because of her hormones. Um, I can't remember how that scene resolves. Uh, but then Ross, for some reason, comes over to Chandler and Joey's the morning after the or the day after the uh, 
the bachelor party and again like chandler is just like so happy about all this yeah. it's really annoying so yeah. joey has to like admit that the stripper stole the ring and ross like flips out and then chandler comes up with an idea let's you know because we tried all these other avenues let's stage a fake party just to get this stripper back so we can confront her um uh then at the ladies apartment they make VBT. She's nice about it. And then she has a contraction. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember what happened at the perk, by the way. Um, she apologizes. No, she said, yeah, but she's like, sorry, it's been all about me. Why don't you tell me what you were going through? <laughs> right. And yeah, Rachel yeah. says something like, I can't remember what it is. Something like kind of like disappointed is going on in her life. Mundane. And, and, yeah. and Phoebe like totally dresses her down. It's so mean, but we'll get more. We'll, we'll get, actually get more to that later. Um, uh, so she has a contraction, but she's like, um, I think it's a, uh, uh, false, what is it? False labor. False labor yeah. is the thing. Um, and Rachel says she's going to boil water and tear up sheets, but Phoebe says, no, we just need to know what to do. Like get the book. And Rachel goes and grabs the Bible, the Bible which is funny, but also... Why do Monica Geller and Rachel Green yeah. have a Bible in yeah. their apartment? Yeah, they wouldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not a hotel I mean, room. Like, yeah, I mean, I can see Rachel like having a Bible for some reason. But didn't we say we're pretty sure that Ra- that the Greens are also Jewish? It could be the Old Testament. But you wouldn't call it the Bible. Yeah. yeah. What do you call it? The Torah. The Torah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the dudes left it. Maybe Joey left it. Joey would have a Bible. Yeah, yeah for Joey sure. Would have a Bible. Yeah. Maybe Joey left it. I don't know. I feel like they're uh Gentile washing these uh yeah. Jewish characters. Yeah. Um It's always it's always been there. Yeah. Uh so they're at um Chandler's office. This is where they've gotten the stripper to come to. So I guess Chandler feels pretty confident in his job that like if I <laughs> even like after hours, yeah. if I like ordered a uh, an exotic dancer to come to my workplace and anyone found out I would be out of a job of immediately. Yeah. But Chandler, uh, I guess is willing to risk it or, or has something on his boss. Um, so they confront the stripper, but she's like, you idiots, I didn't do this. Um, and so they're back at the boy's apartment trying to figure out what happened. And, and then the duck quacks and they're all like, Oh, it, t- it takes Joey a second longer, which is kind of funny. Um, and then I can't remember this. This last scene is at the perk or at um, the lady's apartment when it's a very sweet scene when um, Monica and Rachel make Phoebe feel better by reminding her that like being an aunt is in many ways even cooler than being yeah. a parent, which you and I totally agree with. Like having nieces and nephews is the best. Yeah. yeah, you get all the good parts and none of the bad parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so they, uh, um, they make her feel better. Uh, then there's a scene that was supposed to be funny, but it's sad to me because we were recently at a vet's office mm-hmm. for a very sad thing as we've talked about, yeah. but the duck is at the vet, which I get, I don't know, like they can't just wait till the duck like, excretes the well, ring it or didn't, it got like lodged. Yeah. So uh, they're the vet trying to get the uh, and the vet's going to get the ring out of the duck somehow. We don't really get into details. Yeah. Um, and there's a very 
funny, cute, sad montage of of like Joey, first Joey, but then Chandler and Ross yeah. as well, reflecting all the all their fun times with with the duck. Yeah, bathing it and yeah, hanging out with it. Um, they uh, the the vet brings in the 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 ring back, and Ross declares that they're both his best man. Yeah, um, which reminded me of the joke. It's a Simpsons episode where they're watching. It's a movie inside the episode where it's like a wedding and the priest is like one groom, two grooms. <laughs> I don't remember that. So, so anyway, I wrote uh, one best man, two best men. <laughs> uh, and there's like kind of a dumb tag to that where they're all ashamed to cry in front of each other. In the vet's office? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm a more advanced dude. I cry in front, I, w- I would cry in front of my friends. Yeah. Uh, and then the tag, it's not the end of the episode, but the tag, like, under the opening, or under the closing titles, is just the duck splashing around in a bucket Happy full of be, yeah. water. It's so fun. I kind of loved it. I could have watched it for longer. Yeah. Yeah. And that duck, we, you know, our stance about animal actors, we're against it, but that duck looked really happy. <laughs> that duck was, like, not being bothered by, he, it was just doing what a duck does. Yeah. Yeah, you know, splashing around, showing off, splashing like around, being trained. <laughs> I think this is just yeah, splashing, showing off, splashing around. Um, just, um, I don't think we ever learned the stripper's name. Uh, no, I mean she which, is credited as stripper. In, yeah, which, yeah, like, come on. <laughs> I mean, let's. I mean, sex work is work, and we respect everyone. I yeah. wish that she had a name, like. Joey sleeps with her, and yeah. she's a big plot point of this episode. And she's very good in the episode. And she's great. Give her a name. Yeah. That's the very least you can do. Um, you know what? I will give you the actor's name. Okay. Uh, because I think it's important, because I thought she was good. Like. Yeah, but like the show objectifies her in the same way that Joey does. Yeah. So uh, her name is Lisa Rotondi. And uh, she was apparently on the OC for a couple of years. Um, she, I don't know if she stopped acting or maybe like gone to the theater or something, but she doesn't have any credits after 2015 on IMDb. Um, good job, Lisa. Yeah, you did a good job, uh, Lisa Rotondi. Um, well, you know, she worked a lot up until then. Yeah. Maybe she retired. Maybe. You know, maybe yeah. she pulled a Bridget Fonda. Yeah. Um, or a Rick Moranis. You know? Right. I think uh, over my other podcast, Battleship Pretension, a while back, Tyler and I did a whole episode on actors who retired, just yeah. stopped. Like, didn't work until they dropped dead. They just retired, yeah. you know? Um, by the way, if you want to know what's going on with Tyler, you can go. Uh, if you want to help Tyler, my, my co host of my other podcast, Tyler, has been going through. Uh, he's been out of he's been in a number of hospitals since last summer he hasn't been home since august of last year uh and uh you can don- donate to the gofundme for the medical bills uh if you can go to battleshipretention.com and it's pinned to the top of the home page okay any other stray stray observations or should we move on to funniest moments Let's move on to funniest moments. Okay. Um, there's a... Uh, Phoebe is yelling at her stomach saying, stop. Yeah. And 
Monica or Rachel or whoever is like, what's going on? It's like one of the babies is kicking. And like, I thought that was a good thing. Not kicking me. It's kicking one of the other babies. (laughs) Yeah. And then to piggyback off of that, when she says to the babies, don't make me come in there. (laughs) Uh, All right. What do you got? Um, Well, that was one of them. Um, And then, so when uh, Phoebe's having like false labor, Rachel's like, how do you know it's false labor? And Phoebe's like, do you see any babies? <laughs> uh, and my only other, I only have one more. It was also, it's weird. The, um, so much of the episode was about the guy's storyline, but both of my funniest moments are from the, the lady's storyline. Uh, when Rachel like mentions what's going on in her day and then Phoebe dresses her down about being like, yes, yes. uh, spoiled and not having any real problems. <laughs> Jennifer Anderson just like, has this huge like pouty face she starts crying. <laughs> yeah but yeah. before she starts crying she's just like almost like comically like a clown face like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very very funny um this is not really a like phrase but um when phoebe um is getting excited about having a baby shower she gets like super super excited yeah and it's yeah. very funny yeah um she's overcome with emotions um, I thought the joke about Zima was funny, maybe a little bit played out. Um, oh, and I also like the idea of Gunther's last name being Central Perk. Yeah. Gunther's, and Gunther's then they Central use it Perk. again. Yeah. That's the fake name they give for the office. Yeah. The fake office bachelor party, wherever yeah. it is. Yeah. Little Which one of you is Gunther Central Perk? Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Lisa Rotondi. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, let's move on to Friends with Make It Fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. Phoebe wears a cool green maternity dress yeah. uh, throughout the thing that has like um, I don't know you called a pattern um, I thought there were little flowers maybe okay but she also has like a matching choker mm-hmm. and dangly earrings mm-hmm. oh it's like a motif there were like little okay. motifs okay mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you have I just have uh, Monica has a striped black and white shirt and pigtails and I thought it was a cute mm-hmm. 90s look uh, Monica is also wearing a very, again, cute uh, pair of what appear, appear to be Keds that yeah. I thought looked great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all I have. Um, should we go under the umbrella? Yeah. What's under the umbrella? Um, well, we talked about um, Phoebe just like taking down Rachel for her like dumb high school problems. Yeah. And we get like a reminder of Phoebe's like traumatic history. She was like. Right describing like survival sex basically yeah um pretty dark but we know that about phoebe yeah um and also so um kind of props to the magna doodle <laughs> that's just gonna be the section okay. heading props to the magna doodle the first one was big chief ain't got no fire water okay okay um insensitive <laughs> yeah um and then the other one the next day was another one bites the dust Okay. That was during the bachelor party. I have a a, um, a, a punch up, a suggestion. Okay. Not props to the mag- magna doodle. Mazel tov to the magna doodle. Mazel to the magna? <laughs> <laughs> I punched up your punch up. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, should we take a quick break then? Uh, sure. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. 
Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, we're back from our quick break, and it's time to dive right in to How I Met Your Mother, Season 4, Episode 22, Right Place, Wrong Time. Natalie, take it away. Okay, so Ted is talking about how he's landing this like great new account in his um, architecture firm, um, and it's called Rip Town. It's like a cowboy restaurant, right? Oh, Rib Rib Town. Rib Town. Oh, Rib Town. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I wrote Rip Town, but Rib. Well, there's Rip City, but that's Portland. That wouldn't be the South, right? Yeah. Isn't is Rip? Isn't Rip City one of the many? Nicknames for Portland? I don't know. Like Bridgetown? Bridge, I, think. I don't know that. Maybe it is. Check it, check it out. So these cowboys... I like how you... T- yeah, just go look at <laughs> it. Like when um, Lisa Simpson's smarter friend's dad gave her the red ball to play with. Yeah. <laughs> like, why don't you play with this ball? Why don't you play with this ball over there? <laughs> and then um, later he picks it up and he's like, got away from you, did it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's very funny. Um, okay, so Ribtown, they want this restaurant to be shaped like a cowboy hat. And Ted's kind of like, yeah, I'll do it. I kind of like envision myself like doing some like amazing museums yeah. or libraries or, you know, and he's kind of like a little bit sad. Like he wants to he wants to get the business. He wants to get this account. It's just kind of frustrating. Um and then, okay, so then we are reminded of what this show is about, and it's How I Met Your Mother. So I knew as soon as I saw the yellow umbrella that we're back at, you know, figuring it out who, yeah. you know, how he met their mother. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how, like, the universe has a plan and sets things in motion, and there's there's always a reason for every everything that happens, and then we get a series of kind of like lead ups to him um, meeting the woman who. Uh, but I mean, I know that this is not their mother. Just from like knowledge of yeah. the world. But and also by the end of the episode, you know, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're led to believe that this is when he meets them. Yeah. He meets her. Um so we get a series of flashbacks of this, how it all comes to fruition. Um, Robin is talking about how there's a weather clown on Come On, Get Up, New York. Do you remember the weather clown's name? No. Galoshes. Galoshes. Perfect. <laughs> um, she has someone come on the show, like, selling these, like, handmade purses. And Robin barfs in one of the purses and um, Barney puts it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she jokes that she's pregnant, which yeah. she actually is, quite obviously. Did oh, you notice? Oh, you mean uh, Colby Smulders is? Yes. Yeah, I didn't notice it as much this episode. So Robin but, yeah. jokes about being pregnant, which is funny because, yeah. Yeah. She actually isn't But really yeah, I guess they had her standing behind the purses uh, on the show. They had her under a blanket. Yeah. But also when you saw her you could tell okay she had, uh, i'm not looking that close okay i only have um, eyes for you babe uh-huh. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> so she has food poisoning, and Ted wants to know how, and she's like, I don't want to tell you. It's some place that you get a lot. And then he's like, keeps trying to guess, like, oh, that Indian place. And then he's like, oh, not McLaren's. And it turns out that she got food poisoning from uh, Schlegel's Bagels, which is his favorite <laughs> yeah. uh, bagel shop. And there's a joke about, like, where else am I going to get a bagel in New York City? Yeah. Um, um, I'm assuming Schlegel's Bagels isn't real because they probably wouldn't want. <laughs> yeah, it got a D rating and shut down by the health department. Yeah. As we'll see later. Um, I don't think if someone told me they got food poisoning from a place that I like, I'd be like, that's rough. It happens. It wouldn't stop me from going there. Yeah. Um, do you I, care about like rating, like food restaurant ratings? No. Cause they're racist. They are racist. Yeah. yeah. But I, I told you that my grandma tried to take me to a C deli <laughs> and I'm like, mm, Anna, I don't know about this. <laughs> I have I mean, the lowest I've ever eaten at. I think is a B. Yeah, but most people, most people when they see a B, they're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But a C, you don't see them all the time. Well, you know, um, I have a, a a a late friend, may he rest in peace, who used to say that no one bribes the health inspector to get a B, so you can trust a B more than an A. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, um, because my grandma was who she was, she like wanted to get to the point of it. So she asked them about the C rating. Yeah. And they said it was their like their mats in the kitchen needed to be like switched out or something. And I still wasn't buying their that story. Uh, I remember a friend um, that I no longer speak to not, uh, his choice not mine um was eating at a place in our old neighborhood that we used to go to a um indoor outdoor fired pizza place maybe has trivia on tuesdays mm. um anyway he got a pasta dish and there was a fucking shard of glass in it <laughs> um and i was like well that sucks and it never stopped didn't stop me from eating there i might have even told this story on the podcast but my sister got a salad from tgi fridays <laughs> that's already funny yeah no i know the joke though. i know the story though there was like a, a caterpillar in it yeah and she cried <laughs> that's and, the part i like <laughs> um she was like so upset by it but like to me i'm kind of like just means it's organic like yeah that's probably good there's like but i guess it was yeah it was really upsetting i'd be upset to see that too I'm trying to think if I've ever had anything like that happen to me. I mean, I got a caramelized onion dip from Trader Joe's once that, like, was still on the surface, looked normal. And as soon as I dipped my celery stick into it, it was, like, putrid underneath the surface. Ooh. And I had to throw the whole thing away. Um, but real quick, what I was, what I meant to say about the thing with the shard of glass and the pasta mm -hmm. is that, like, after that happened... Mm -hmm. That's then I'm definitely going to that place. That's the one place in town I know is not going to have a shard of glass in its pasta, at least in the first couple did weeks after tell, that happened. Did he tell them and like get? Probably. Yeah. He's, uh, if you remember, if you know the friend I'm talking about, he, yeah, probably was a big baby about it. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. Well, but we'll talk after. That. Uh, let's just say that um, he was at our wedding and we weren't invited <gasps> to his. Got <laughs> it. Oh, that's not surprising at all for this person. Yeah. Um, I actually had a um, quest bar with a rock in it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you remember? They told you to save 
the rock and ship it back to them or something? They told me to save the rock and that they would pick it up. So it was like in front of our house for a really long time. No one ever picked it up. (laughs) But they did send me like another box of Quest Bars. (laughs) Like if you bite into a rock, you'd think you'd be like turned off from it. But I still eat them. Yeah, you still do. Um, Okay. Yeah. Way off topic. Um, Okay. So Barney's storyline is that he has a date with like a um, porn star named Petra. She's a yeah, a model or a yeah, model in this porn magazine, and they have a date. Was it supposed to be a porn magazine? I thought it was supposed to be like a like an FHM or a or oh, a okay. Maxim type okay. of magazine. Okay, it was called like Bros Life or something. Bros Life magazine. Yeah. That's right. Um, well, whatever. Petra uh, Petrova. Petrova, and he has a date with her, and um, which means he's going to. Oh, she's will be his two hundredth. Sex. Conquest. Conquest. <laughs> um, and and uh, let's see, that's a that's a very high number. Everyone is like, that's really gross. Um, that's too many people. Like, you should be tested. Like, everyone kind of like says they're like, so judgy. These gross. friends. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I don't. I I don't want to know anybody's body count, and I don't want them to know mine, and I don't want it to be. Of any importance to anyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, I don't it's care. of great importance to Barney yeah. because we get a flashback to a middle school bully. Um, and I wrote his name down and now I lost it. Oh, um, Matthew? Matthew yeah, yeah, yeah. Panning? So Matthew right. Panning is like, I made out with 100 girls. And, well, he said he had sex with 100 girls. Yeah, at the age all, of 12. Yeah, and they were all... All seventh graders at a different school. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. obviously a lie. Yeah. And so Barney's like, I'm going to have sex with 200 girls. So this is his reason for it. Mm-hmm. He even has, like, Barney even has, like, lists and, like, pages and pages of all of his conquests. And they wanted to have, like, a pre-celebration at McLaren's. Robin's going through his list and realizes that one name is listed twice. So yeah. he's like, okay, I need to, like have sex with someone in the next two hours so that Petra can be his 200th. Right. And so he goes to Total Rip Fitness. Again, Rip. Rip. Maybe that's why I wrote Rip. But um, By the way, I looked it up. Rip City comes from something a former Portland Trailblazers coach used to say. It doesn't really mean anything. It was just like a thing that he said, and now it's... I don't give a rip. Yeah. And then I also... I could have sworn Bridgetown was... A nickname for Portland, but maybe I'm wrong. It didn't come up on the Wikipedia list, but Stumptown did. Of course, Stumptown, Stumptown yeah. Roasters is what I know the, the the coffee. All right, sorry. I thought Sacramento was Bridgetown. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe that's what not. I'm getting confused with. Maybe it's not. Um, I don't know anything. Um, so he goes to Total Rip Fitness, and I guess Pauline is a sure thing because she's um, like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, there's some like really terrible jokes about Pauline. Um, so he has sex with Pauline and, um, so now he's ready. He had a terrible time and he feels gross having sex with Pauline. He's the gross one, but whatever. Um, meanwhile, Marshall takes it upon himself to like bring out like charts about, um, Barney's like conquests and basically says like, 
if you you've been having sex for 16 years and you like you hit on so many women like your batting average should be much better than it actually is and they're making fun of him um marshall is like obsessed with these um charts and i love it yeah yeah um sorry my like Timeline is a little bit messed up. Well, this this show does that to you. By the way, yeah, I'm, I was right. Bridgetown is a nickname for Portland, and it was on the Wikipedia thing that I had opened. I just missed it. But also, the capital of Barbados is actually called Bridgetown. Not a nickname. It's the actual mm-hmm. capital of Barbados. All right. Sorry. Okay. So, um, Marshall, um, we learn about his charts and graphs obsession. He's um, He's at work doing, like, a presentation and um, he wants to, like, bring out his charts to do, like, a shell corporation in Bermuda to yeah. this, like, shady-ass Yeah, to, to get them out of jail or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're gone because his friends had, like, an intervention because he was too obsessed with charts and graphs. So they, like, took him away and, um, like, threw them out. And the unhoused gentleman on the street has them all. Yeah. His name is Milt. Milt. And speaking, I already mentioned The Simpsons once, but he's played by Dan Castellaneta. Yes. Uh, Homer Simpson and yes. a million other voices himself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, Ted's like, oh, shoot, we didn't realize that you needed them for work. Um, let me go get them. So he, like, finds him, and the um, unhoused man, Milt, is like, $1 million. And Ted says... Yeah, he's clearly not well. He's got his headphones plugged into an orange. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Ted says, hey, I have, a, I have an idea. I'll give you a dollar a day for the rest of the... For a million days. For a million days. Yeah. And then um, Milt is like, that's great. Yeah, like I'm I'm winning in this. Um, well, I also like the Milt, for whatever is ailing him mentally... Uh, is apparently really good at math because he like figures out how many years that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, twenty seven hundred years. I just did it myself. Twenty two thousand seven hundred and thirty nine years. Yeah. So um, yeah. So that puts the whole like he gives a dollar to Milt every day, and um, that's why he didn't go to Schlegel's Bagels he didn't he turned left instead of right so this is all to say all of these things caused ted to meet yeah, um, yeah. so this episode is essentially like only 30 seconds or so yes well i guess the opening scene and then ted walking down the street are the only things that are like present everything else is a flashback to try yeah. and describe the events, why he made the decisions that led him to be on a certain street corner at a certain time. Exactly. So um, Ted looks at her. We don't see her face yet, but he's so happy. And then Glad Girls plays by... Um, GBV. Guided by Voices. Yeah. And then he goes through town, like, hugging everyone. He's so happy. He hugs, like, Schlegel's Bagels guy, the um, health department representative. Yeah. But this he is, like, all milk. in his imagination. Yeah. Like, if, yeah, he, yeah. if he knew, if I knew this is what I would have done. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's very he hugs sweet. Galoshes the weather clown. Galoshes the weather clown. <laughs> it's a very sweet scene. Yeah. And then um, she looks up under the umbrella, and it's Stella. Yeah. Um, Who we, whom we already know is not the mother. We already know is not the mother. Quite a twist. Yeah. There. Yeah. We thought for sure we were going to meet the mother. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. 
Season four. Um, Barney um, meets up with Matthew Panning <laughs> yeah, at that's the parents, and Matthew's like, "You're pathetic. Like, I am. Like, I was lying. I was a twelve-year-old. Of course, I didn't have sex <laughs> with two hundred, one hundred seventh graders." Like, I have a wife and a child, and I'm happy. You're gross. Yeah. And um, pathetic. Um, then, oh, okay. And then f- for Barney, he's kind of like, well, I, like, did my 200th conquest. Like, that's great. Um, now what? And then he looks over at Robin, and then yeah. we remember that he's in love with Robin. Totally in love. And then that's the end of the episode, unless I'm missing anything. I just had a couple of things I wanted to point out. Um, still no Lily. She's still so mad about that joke that Lily's she's still just gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I liked. This isn't quite funniest moments, but I liked Robin perusing the names on Barney's list and calling out the apparent lack of ethnic diversity. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and then I was kind of surprised that there wasn't something about like. Ted promised Milt a dollar a day for a million days. Bob Saget, Ted, should have said something to acknowledge, like, why he stopped. Is he still giving Milt a dollar a day somehow? Yeah. Or what happened? I'm sure the answer is that Milt's story probably ended pretty ended pretty tragically. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was no mention of what happened with the dollar and, and Milt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. That's all I had. What's uh, should we move on to funniest moments? Yeah, okay. I have quite a few of them, and they're mostly about Marshall's charts and graphs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, my favorite was the Venn diagram yeah. of um, uh, breaking my heart, shaking my confidence daily, and it's Cecilia right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I go hey. on? Uh, no, I want to do one okay. of the, the charts because I like that he has a pie chart describing his, his favorite, favorite bars yeah. and a bar chart describing his favorite, favorite pies. pies. Yes, yes. Um, uh, there's there's another chart that was pretty funny. Um, um, what's that one? Wait. R- ranking the names of U.S. presidents based on how dirty they are. And yeah. some of them were like pretty funny when yeah. you think about like Fillmore. That's pretty funny. That yeah. That's like a dirty name. Yeah, Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Johnson, Bush, uh, Harding, yeah. Polk was funny. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who else was on there. Pierce. And then Clinton was at the bottom, yeah. which is, that's funny. Yeah. Um, all right. I um, I guess kind of related to the reason we didn't specifically say the reason he makes all the charts is he finds out that GMB has a graphics department that will make anything that he wants. So, yeah. So, can I steal this one? Uh, you can steal it from me. Because I yeah. want to say, Franny, Franny, Fran. <laughs> yeah. The woman's name is Fran. And when she reveals that, like, we'll make anything you want, he's like, oh, Fran. Oh, oh Franny, Franny, Franny. Fran. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, then I get to go to the last one. Um, when Robin says she has food poisoning and she, and like, she was like, I ate there. And then three hours later I was spewing <laughs> and, and Ted said, from where? Like meaning yeah. where did she get the food from? And, yeah. and Robin says, I don't want to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Marshall has the like board meeting with the crooked business men, yeah. um, when he's like trying to stall for, for Ted to get the, uh, charts back um he's like fish are weird right and then like time has passed and he's still talking about fish when he says 
Is there a land bass? Even? <laughs> well, I was going to save that for under the umbrella because this was his. This was Marshall's stand-up routine when he wanted to yes. try stand-up, which is a lot of fish. Which is naming fish. Right. He which, should have used some of that material. This one wasn't as thought out. The, yeah, there, I, there's no such thing as a land bass. Is funnier than anything he he said. What was the one? I can't remember what fish it was that he was like uh, uh, mackerel. Let me say that again mackerel but i don't think yeah. it was mackerel it was something yeah but uh, that was funny all right um also um milt saying get your charts here <laughs> <laughs> um all right are we moving on yeah or do you have more funniest moments no move on to uh how many other make but make it fashion yeah i have nothing you really have nothing okay. there was one big fashion moment in this right at the beginning to to win the favor of the Ribtown guys, Ted goes full oh, Western wear. Yes. And he actually, like, looks he good. it off, yeah. Yeah, and we don't see his feet. I don't know if he's wearing his red cowboy boots. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. he's got, like, a classic old-style, like, Western shirt buttoned up with, the, like, the shiny, like, uh, pearl buttons or whatever. He's got the, uh, uh, what do you call those ties that are just, like, string like string ties with the little clasp. There's a name a for them. A bolo tie. He's got a bolo tie. tie. He's wearing his hat. Yeah. He's got a shirt tucked into his jeans. He's pulling off the look. Yeah, I thought I thought he looked great. That's all I had for for make it fashion. Um, are we headed under the umbrella? Yeah. Well, the actual yellow umbrella. Yeah. Is yeah. here. Um, uh, yeah, I mentioned the fish names callback, mm-hmm. and then one other. Uh, Marshall or Barney doesn't actually say challenge accepted, but that's kind of what happens when Ted's like. Uh, you can't find a 199th person, uh, another person to sleep with in the next two hours. And that Barney essentially accepts the challenge, even though he doesn't say it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also get a wait for it. 200. Yeah. But that was a funny variation. Cause he said, wait for it. 200. I couldn't wait for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, also he does, uh, the highest of fives. Uh, that's right. Yeah. The highest of fives. Um, yeah, Barney being in love with Robin. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, well, let's let's go with the uh, similarities. Okay. I've only got one. Okay. Should I go um, first? Yeah. With only one? Um, Phoebe pretends to have contractions, and Robin pretends that she's... Pregnant? Vomiting from pregnancy, yeah. so like pregnancy fake-outs? Yes, I have pregnancy. Um... Uh, sex with sex workers. Um, Even though the the model, I guess, in this magazine is not necessarily. Yeah, I don't know that she is a. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, discussions of museums. Uh, Ted wants to build one, <laughs> and um, Ross wants to invite his friends from the museum. Um, also, there's mention of uh, diversity. When the boys come up with fake names for the um, the stripper to come to the office, one of Ross is like, "Oh, diverse! Like you're Mr. Sanchez and you're Mr. Whatever." Oh, I missed that completely. Yeah, because um, when Robin's looking at Barney's list, yeah. it lacks a lot of diversity. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, okay, uh, Chandler says to the stripper, "Marry me." After she says, "I make sixteen hundred dollars a week," so. Asking someone to marry them too soon is something that <laughs> Ted would do. Um, also, 
the whole conceit of the like best friend competition is sure. very how I yeah. met your mother. Yeah. Um, and um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You might you might be what you're about to say. Actually, we get a lot of we don't get a lot of like montages and friends, except we did last week yeah. for that. I wouldn't call it filler episode. That. Yeah. But the like the duck montage. Yeah. Is, you know how I met your mother. Right. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I was gonna add on to the best friend thing, but also like. Um, booking strippers for a bachelor party, even though the uh, bachelor being celebrated has specifically asked them not to. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's let's play favorites. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Three, two, one. How, How I, I Met Your, your mother. mother. Yeah. This was, I mean, this was not a bad friends at all. This was not a bad friends, yeah. but I think the the JBV that scene at the end like <laughs> was just like made me so happy and like yeah. just it was such a joyful moment. Yeah, yeah, good good song, good uh, good moment, but also yeah, a lot of funny stuff. Definitely with the um, uh, the charts. I like that. I love like, the charts. Yeah, because these are both episodes that I think are very much involved with the like you know sometimes how i met your mother or friends have like kind of standalone episodes you know there's a whole episode about trying to find the best burger in the city whatever you know that sort of thing um both of these episodes are very tied into the overall themes but how i met your mother is the one that takes a takes time out to still be incredibly silly (laughs) with the charts thing and i liked i liked that um like friends this episode like had some good lines but it didn't have uh, the belly laughs that I got from the charts. Yeah. Cecilia, like that's <laughs> genius. Shaking my confidence daily yeah. is. Ugh. Yeah. And I love that song. It's a great song. It is a great song. Yeah. It is a great song. It is a great song. Um, no one knows what we're referring to. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Um, I don't know. Maybe some people might know Floor is Lava. It's from Flo- it, Like, yeah, there's. On Floor is Lava, Lava if you haven't watched it, there's the 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 host like comments but not that they can hear he right. comments like so that we can hear yeah. and there's uh what there's one episode where one guy like points at a, like a fake rock and is like i don't know that looks slippery and he, and he goes it, it is, is slippery, slippery. <laughs> but he kept, he keeps doing it yeah. so like oh this this wall is hard to climb it is hard to climb <laughs> yeah so we do that a lot maybe people knew what that was i don't know i don't think so um well, let's catch up on our correspondence. Oh. We, I don't think we got any emails this week, but I did get a couple of tweets and I think a comment on the website. I'll have to look for that in a second. Um, but I know, tweet-wise, Jackson... Oh, where to go? Jackson says that they think that both Monty Python and Drop Dead Gorgeous are very funny. Oh, good. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm a Dr. Gorgeous hater. It has funny parts you in it. You kind of are a hater. But it just... Compared to my love of it, you are a hater. I guess it just feels like if you were... I mean, you were... It just feels like uh, a lot of it is not original comedy. It feels like it's a uh, uh, trying to do something but it's that like other comedies had done refer- better. It's camp. It's referential. Yeah. yeah. Then, look, it has some good jokes in it. You know my favorite joke in the movie when Kirsten Dunst is talking about wanting to get out of her small town and she's like, boys get to leave town all the time with hockey scholarships or prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then Emma says, well, we asked people for their OTP, one true pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Emma is the only one who <laughs> responded to that. Okay. Uh, but she, I'm guessing, let me see. Uh, yeah, she, her, uh, are her pronouns, um, according to her Twitter. Uh, her one uh, OTP, she says, uh, Lily and Robin. Lily could stay married to Marshall, but he's probably too much of a stick in the mud for polyamory, which I think is true. Yeah. Marshall has been very judgy about sex yes. in the past. Yeah. Um, uh, and Emma also says she's contemplated friends as a pan-romantic relationship anarchic polycule, but except oh. Phoebe, they're all way too terrible people to pull that off. <laughs> Good one. Yes. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought for a second that how I met your mother was going to go that route when um, Barney was desperate to find someone to be his 199th person and he asks Marshall if Lily would willing, willing oh. to but for a second he's like Marshall like I was like yeah. oh maybe he wants to have sex with Marshall they do like uh, cuddling up together and they uh, do like the, uh, the fantasy of like wanting to have sex with like they both wanted Ted to want they wanted to have, to have sex, sex with, with Ted him. yeah, yeah. Um, but remember um Remember Marshall and Barney uh, laying in bed together in their like uh, nightgowns, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Spooning. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. I know. I'm pretty sure I have one on the most recent episode, the one with the invitation. Yes. Uh, oh, you honey. Um, also, we, we, put, we put these things out in like one person yeah. response to each one. You honey said uh, for our fuck, Mary kill for you, for, for uh, you two cold play arcade fire. He went in that order. Fuck you two, Mary cold play kill arcade fire. Wow. That's, that's pretty uh, controversial. Okay. Um, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to hate on it. Yeah. Uh, Yohani says, while Bono may be rightfully ridiculed for being the Sean Penn of rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the edge is pretty overhated in guitarist circles. And I do like a good handful of their songs. Like I will follow or with or without you as for Coldplay, I, I used to only like the scientist, but now I like that whole second album. Um, which one's the second album? That's not a rush of blood to the head. That's the first one. And the second one is like clocks or something. I can't remember. Yellow? Uh, yellow's on? Yellow's I think yellow's on the second yeah. one. Maybe. I don't know. Yuhani seems to know better than I do. Uh, he likes the whole second album. If it didn't work out, I bet we'd have a good conscious uncoupling. So that's, that's Chris, Chris Martin. Chris Martin from Coldplay Gwyneth and Gwyneth Paltrow, Paltrow consciously uncoupled. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it was his birthday recently and she did a like Instagram like they're clearly best, still like best dad ever yeah yeah they're, they're clearly still good friends and that's nice um, um, yeah she I mean Gwyneth Paltrow can do no wrong <laughs> she's never hurt anyone yeah she's never, yeah um, Yohani uh, great great points she's yeah uh, and then uh, he also says pretty neutral in Arcade Fire's music but the recent accusations against Wynn Butler I forgot about that yes. made this one pretty easy yes. I did forget about that part okay so you're correct this is the correct answer <laughs> um no, I still say marry you too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Longevity, you know. Yeah. And 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 security, mm-hmm. you know. And also just like money. Yeah, I think that's what I was. <laughs> I was trying to be uh, euphemistic by saying oh, okay. security when okay. I meant I meant money. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, wasn't there that documentary called "It Might Get Loud" that was like? It was guitarist. It was like. Um, Robert Plant, uh, 
The Edge and Jack White. Mm-hmm. This was like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was funny that I was like, uh, I was thinking like, everyone agrees that one of those is the odd person out, but not everyone agrees on who it is, you know? Yeah. Because um, I imagine like, boomers maybe were like jack white who's this like upstart whereas like i was like the edge but maybe yeah maybe honey's right maybe the edge is an underrated or as he said overhated guitarist Mm -hmm. all right um let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce it's called how are we doing this is where we look at what was happening in the world in the days these episodes aired so season four episode 22 of friends which is called The One with the Worst Best Man Ever, aired on Thursday, April 30th, 1998. Uh, and this is the day that... Uh, okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing, like, events, actually. I'm doing birth and death for... for, for okay. Birth for this one, death for the next one. Okay. Uh, a person that you've never heard of named Kenneth Abbott was born uh, on this day. But the reason that's notable is that Kenneth Abbott's twin brother, Michael had been born three weeks before. Mm. Um, oh, God. It's, a, it's actually a scary story because um, Kenneth, who was born on this day, was three months premature, which means Michael was almost four months premature. When So, there's, so um, obviously, that much premature is dangerous, and uh, apparently it is very rare for delayed twins to survive but both of them survived that's why this is like a miracle story a happy story um they both survived um i had looked up where they lived could have been like a weird like fetus in v2 situation uh which one's that that's when there's they absorb each other or yeah yeah yeah. um but yeah it's a happy story and uh if i remember correctly it took place uh right uh nearby in orange county so um Good for Kenneth. Season, oh wait, I forgot about the fun part, which is top five songs in the U.S. on that day. The top five songs were, at number five, Madonna, Frozen. At number four, Casey and JoJo, All My Life. At number three, Montel Jordan, Let's Ride. At number two, Shania Twain, You're still the one, still the one, the only one. Anyway, uh, and right where it belongs at number one, Next, Too Close. Baby, no more crying. I get so excited. Uh, all right. Season four, episode 22 of How I, Met Your, How I Met Your Mother, Right Place, Wrong Time, Wrong Time, aired on Monday, May 4th, 2009. Uh, and this was the day that uh, beloved comic actor Dom DeLuise died. And I remember this. Oh. And the reason I remember this is I realized, like, when I was looking this up and I saw that and I went, oh, my God. I was already on Twitter then <laughs> because I remember reading about it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, I've been on Twitter for so long. Too long. Um, yeah, actually I didn't post it, but they tell you you're like, Twitter tells you when it's like your anniversary. And mm-hmm. I did just, uh, earlier this month past my, uh, 14th anniversary. Um, with my current account, because I actually did have an account before the short lived that I started in, in late 2008. So, uh, but my account has been yeah, active since March of 2009. Yeah. Top five songs in the U.S. on this day. Coming in at number five, Flow Rida's Right Round. At number four, Jamie Foxx's Blame It. At number two, Kid Cudi, Day and Night. Day and Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like um, Kid Cudi. 
Um, I was just thinking about him because I was thinking about the Bill and Ted movies and he's in the, he's in Bill and Ted face the music as himself. Um, a movie I saw multiple times cause I like it a lot. I'm a big Bill and Ted guy. Yeah. Uh, and number two, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga's can't read my, can't read my, no, can't read my papers. And number one, the black eyed peas, boom, boom, pow. I just listened to this and I already don't remember how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Never been a fan. Never been a fan. That's funny. Mulligatani? Uh, no, no, she says that about uh, split pea soup. Split pea soup. So black eyed peas, split pea soup. Never been a fan. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted, in which we try to predict what happens next week on each show, armed only with knowledge of the episode titles. Uh, let's look at how, let's first look at how we did last week. I said that the one with the worst best man ever um, is, I, again, I was really close. I said Ross picks Chandler as his best man and that dastardly scoundrel Joey attempts to sabotage his roommate out of spite. I came so close, yeah. but no, no cigar. I think that's a point. Um, uh, no, it's not. Um, and you said for right place, wrong time, you said Barney will find himself in the correct location and the correct hour of the clock to fall ass backwards into a sexy scenario. That's not what happened. Is that, I, I, honestly, it's the opposite he didn't luck upon anything he yeah. spent the entire and it's also like i didn't say this when you were recapping it but it's kind of creepy how barney is like i have a date with petra petrova and him to him that means 100 percent confidence that he is going to score yeah like what is barney gonna do if she is not into him if she rebuffs him yeah. you know yeah all right, so let's, uh, why don't you vamp for a second? Oh. Well, I try to pick the next one. Okay. Steamed lentils. Sumo citrus. Gluten-free rolled oats. Okay. Um, I was just, at the beginning of the episode, I was talking about this could be someone's first episode, and I realized they would have no idea no what you were doing just that. then. Uh, season four, episode 23 of Friends is called The One with Ross's Wedding. Um... Huh. Okay. Okay. The one with Ross's wedding. Obviously, it's too easy to just say Ross gets married. Well, this is... Okay. I'm going to bring... I know I'm supposed to be armed only with the episode title, but I'm going to bring in the knowledge that this is the penultimate episode of the season. So, I'm going to say this one is more about the travel to and prep for the wedding. So, um, so you're thinking like a two parter. Oh, I wasn't thinking about, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's going to, I mean, I, I could look, yeah, it's probably to be continued. I don't know if it has the same name. Uh, cause this one doesn't say part one, but I'm not looking ahead. Normally if it would two parter, wouldn't it say part one? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe the, so I think they're two, they are kind of two parts, but I don't know if they have the same name. Um, so the one with the, the one with Ross's wedding. So, uh, I'm going to say, okay. So the gang minus Phoebes and Rach uh, 
Let's see. Travel to London. Across the pond. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Travel. I'm going to say jump across the pond. Mm -hmm. Jump across the pond. I'm going with jump. Okay. Jump across the pond. And what happens, though? There's, I mean, it's too generic to just say, like, there are mishaps or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say, uh, does any of them have, like, a, no. I'm going to say, uh, and at least one scene is set on board the airplane mm. um on board the i'm gonna say aeroplane just to make it fun that's a very seinfeldian approach i think it's because i was just watching the seinfeld the betrayal which is the backwards episode where they go to india yeah. and a lot of the episode takes place or you were asking me it was like is it on the way to or the way from and because of the backwards thing i was like what is it yeah. but thinking about it it is you only see them on the plane on the way to india yeah you you don't see them on the way back. Yeah, and we were also talking about the one where um, Jerry gets the first class seat and Elaine is back in coach. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, vamp again for me, real quick, if you will. Four cheese pastry rolls, Toscano with black pepper, whole milk ricotta. Okay, season four, episode 23 of How I Met Your Mother is called As Fast As She Can. As fast as she can. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, is Lilypad finally coming back? I don't... Ted specifically said we didn't. I didn't hear from her for four weeks, and I don't. So I don't think okay. that she's back. Okay, doing the math. Okay, I'm, so, I'm assuming she'll be back for the finale. Is my guess. Okay. Okay. Um. Because this is also the penultimate. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it's a maybe. She is Robin. And. She, we already had the situation where she was like late for her, like if she didn't get to the station on time. Yeah, that's right. From all the way from New Jersey. We already had that yeah, issue. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's Stella. Okay. Okay. So is Stella going to get to Ted as fast as she can? From New Jersey? Remember, she moved to the city. She moved to the city. Because that really hurt Ted. Yeah. You know? That he didn't, yeah. Because she didn't want to move to the city with him. Yeah. But when she married, remarried Tony. Yeah. A.K.A. what's his name from The Detour. Yeah. And The Daily Show. Um, so she's going to get a divorce as fast as she can. Okay. The Detour. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stella wants a lickety toot sweet lickety split split, split. <laughs> split. 
split. No. Okay. Stella wants a lickety split. A lickety split. No, I like lickety split split. From Detour. From Tony, played by Jason Jones, star of... I'm sorry, let me say, beloved star of TV's The Detour. Okay? Locked in. Yeah. Um, Do you know, I think of The Detour every time I make scrambled eggs. Because do you remember when they're, is it the first season or second season when they're like staying at that nice rich guy's house who turns out to be not a nice rich guy and turns out to be a pedophile yeah and they make breakfast in the morning yeah and the guy the the rich pedophile is like what are these like the eggs how hot did you cook them <laughs> the temperature you cook eggs real hot <laughs> because i think when i was younger i was like so impatient yeah that i always burned my eggs because i didn't put the fire but, like way too high but not anymore the stove not anymore you get this, oh, we're gonna have a fight on air. No, we're not. Because yeah. like you, you get locked into like, oh, David does this thing wrong, and then no matter what I do, you're like, yeah, that's what David does forever for the rest of my life. It's an ongoing argument. Right. Now I take my time. All right. Are we gonna get a lickety split split? <laughs> Please no. Okay. I hope not. Uh, listeners are. Our <laughs> friends and mothers are David and Nelly going to make it by the end of uh, this <laughs> podcast adventure. We're going to um, survive. Yeah, you can find us at battleshippretension.com, or you can find the podcast wherever you found it. Good job, you already did that. But you can also find a post for every episode of battleshippretension.com. You can leave your uh, correspondence there. You can correspond with us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can also correspond with me by tweeting at me at Davy Pretension. Um, again, uh, calls to action um, for this. Uh, did you have a ring bearer or what, what, what are you used to seeing at weddings or, or what did you have at your wedding? Ring bearer, um, uh, best man, maid of honor, carrying the winter rings. I would like to know. Um, now I would like to know if you've ever had a buzz ball. Um, I would like to know how you feel about as an adult parties where you watch people open presents. Yeah. And also how uh, do you exit a wedding? Are you a lingerer on or a, Irish goodbyer. Sure. Yeah. Irish, yeah. And then also, anyone listening who has been pregnant, what did you crave that you couldn't have, and how long did you wait before you had it? Yes. Okay. And if you don't like any of these calls to action, oh yeah, make just up, make it your own. if anything else we said, you know, uh, stuck in your craw or whatever. Um, yeah. If you're also big, a huge fan of TV's The Detour, like we are. We're not. <laughs> Uh, mixed feelings on the detour. Mixed, yeah. I missed it when it was over. I'll say that. Hmm. That was kind of relieved. <laughs> um, you, uh, what, what was I saying? I told you where to find us. Yeah. Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the internet? Uh, I don't, as you know. Um, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Give us a five-star review or a one-star if you don't yeah, like this episode. That's like a way you could correspond with us, too, pretty much, is write a review. Write a review, yeah. We'll yeah. see it uh, somewhere. It I helps guess. other people find the show. Open up your podcast app and give yeah. us five stars. And if you have written us a review in something other than Apple Podcasts, let me know. I'll go find it and read it. We'll go find it. Yeah. I never, And we'll read it on the air if it's, you know, suitable and yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Until next time, we'll obviously see you at the basement of Pizza Hut. <laughs>